0: Good morning everyone. Welcome to you, to those here in the sanctuary, and to those who are joining us online, either at this time or later in the day or week. Let us worship God. We sing to His praise and glory, hymn 147, hymn 147, and we sing verses 1 to 4, and then verse 7. Verses 1 to 4, and then verse 7 of him 147. All creatures of our God and King.
1: Good morning. Let's join together in prayer. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, as we lift up our voices and sing together, we praise you for all the joy and warmth you provide us with in this sanctuary. We open our minds and find solace currently devoting this hour to praising you for everything and all wonderful things you give to us. We thank you for the wind so wild and so strong, for the high clouds that sail in heaven along, for the cool water flowing which is so pure and so clear, and for the fire so fierce and so bright. You are the triumphant God, we pray, as one to you. Yet as we sit in this sanctuary, we know we are not the children you intended us to be, we bicker, we fight And we expose ourselves to you With all of our self-sufficiency And self-interest We exploit our pride and damage Our relationship with you Lord, when, we, when you come to us Our lies, our half-truths And our self-deceit Crumble like dust before you The selfish way we make use of each other The way we look in contempt with other people But Father God we seek your forgiveness on every path we lead in our lives, trying to find our way out of the wilderness into your loving arms of praise. We urge the renewing spirit in our lives to free us of all sin and desperation. Lord, our God, as we seek your forgiveness and praise, we remember the blessing that you unfold on each lives each day. Lift us up, Lord, let us rejoice and celebrate your love made known to us by reciting that prayer which Christ Jesus taught us to say together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power. Glory forever. Amen.
0: Thank you, David. A few intimations. The Kirk session will meet on Tuesday at half past seven in the parish halls. And then on Thursday at seven, the craft group We'll meet also in the parish halls in the middle room. There'll be a soup and sandwich lunch this coming Saturday from 12 to 1.30. Again in the hall, please do come along if you can and bring a friend. If you'd like to read the Bible lessons on a Sunday, please put your name on the rota that's in the main vestibule of the church articles for the spring edition of the parishioner should be submitted by the 11th of february that's two weeks today there's an email address there on the intimation sheet or the articles can be left in the Michael chapel and these are all the the intimations I'm sure you're all familiar with what this is. Who would like to see what it is? A remote control. What do you think it's a remote control for? The television, of course. Now, remote control, you can do so many things with this, can't you? You can switch the television on, or off. You can use the remote control to change channel, or to increase or lower the volume. You can use the remote control to pause whatever you're watching, or to mute it if the phone rings. (laughs) You can also fast forward if you come to a bit that you're a wee bit bored of, or you can. Rewind. So, there's all sorts of things you can do with a remote control like this. Now, I've actually now got another kind of remote control, and it's quite different from the more traditional type, because with this one, I just press this blue button, and then I speak And I tell the television to do whatever I want it to do. (laughs) Modern technology has come to the manse. (laughs) If I want to watch something on Netflix, I just press this and I say, go to Netflix. And then once it goes to Netflix, I'll say what program I want to watch. And before I know it, the program is up on the screen. Isn't it amazing? I speak, I give a command, and it happens. At the beginning of his ministry, we find Jesus in the synagogue, and he was there speaking and teaching. But there was a man there who was possessed by what the Bible calls an unclean spirit. And the unclean spirit cried out, What do you want with us? Jesus. And Jesus spoke. He gave a command. He said, Be quiet. Come out of the man, and there and then it happened. Can you imagine how the others in the synagogue must have felt? They would be amazed, but they would also be asking, Who is this who speaks with such authority? Issues a command even to an unclean spirit and it obeys. And what of the man who had been cured? How happy he must have been to have his life back. The unclean spirit was no longer in control thanks to Jesus. The Bible tells us that Jesus wants us to submit to His control. What does that mean? It means that when we have plans to make, we seek guidance from Jesus. We ask Jesus to control what we're going to say and what we're going to do. Jesus is no control freak. Let's be clear of that. Jesus wants us to submit to His control for a very good reason. He knows what is best for us. And his love for each one of us is such. He wants us to live and enjoy our lives to the full. But that we can only do when Jesus is in control. We're going to sing a great hymn, Hymn 550, Let's make the words of this hymn our prayer today. Hymn 550, As the Deer Pants for the Water.
2: The first reading is Psalm 111, and can be found on page 512 of the Old Testament section of the Pew Bible. (laughs) Uh, Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. With all my heart, I shall give thanks to the Lord in the congregation, in the assembly of the upright. Great are the works of the Lord, pondered over by all who delight in them. His deeds are full of majesty and splendour. His righteousness, righteousness stands forever. He has won renown for his marvelous deeds. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He provides food for those who fear him. He keeps his covenant always in mind. He showed his people how powerfully he worked, by bestowing on them the lands of the nations. His works are truth and justice. All his precepts are trustworthy, established to endure forever, enacted in faithfulness and truth. He sent and redeemed his people. He decreed that his covenant should endure forever. Holy and awe-inspiring is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom as they who live by it grow in understanding. Praise will be his forever. The second reading is from Mark, chapter 1, verses 21 to 29, and can be found on page 29 of the New Testament section. Mark, chapter 1, verses 21 to 28. They came to Bacchus, Capernaum and on the Sabbath he went to the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching for unlike the scribes he taught with a note of authority. Now there was a man in their synagogue possessed by an unclean spirit. He shrieked at him, what do you want with us Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him. Be silent, he said, and come out of him. The unclean spirit threw the man into convulsions with a loud cry and left him. They were all amazed and began to ask one another, What is this? A new kind of teaching. He speaks with authority. When he gives orders, even the unclean spirits obey. His fame soon spread far and wide throughout Galilee. Amen.
0: Thank you Sally. We worship God in the hymn 184, 184, sing to the Lord a joyful song. Let us pray. Lord of heaven and earth, whom angels serve and saints adore, we praise you for the many gifts you give to us, for daily help and nightly care, and for your love which surrounds us and sustains us. Gracious God, we thank you for Jesus Christ For his authority over all things and for his power, exercised for our good, a power revealed in the miracles he performed, and a power that restored to life those marked for death. Holy One of God, help us to follow your example To reach out in love, to build rather than destroy, to care rather than condemn, and to serve rather than be served. Almighty God, we pray for those who have authority over us, for all who serve in our parliaments and councils for our courts of law, for judges and sheriffs and lawyers, and for the police as they seek to maintain order in our communities. Equip each and every one with wisdom and integrity. Grant them insight. And may they use the authority they have For the common good. Gracious God, your Son Jesus sparked amazement when in the synagogue he cast out an unclean spirit. Bless all who are disturbed by ailments of mind or body, and those bound by the demons of fear and hopelessness. Set them free through the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord of heaven and earth, as we give thanks for blessings great and small, we pray for those involved in current public inquiries, that they may be truthful and open and that lessons will be learned for the future. We pray for those unjustly treated by the post office and who have suffered emotionally, physically, and financially. May those responsible make amends without delay. Loving God, as we pray for those who are sick, in hospital hospice care home or their own home so we pray also for those who mourn we think of the families and friends of Margaret Haldane Alison Crozier Violet Mcnee, and Dougal Hall be to them and all in our thoughts a source of comfort and of peace. Gracious God, in the business of our daily lives, help us to be still and to find refreshment and nourishment for our souls. Enable us, regardless of the demands made upon us, to focus on those things that really matter, and being open to you and your leading. Let us live our lives in such a way that they may not only be a blessing to you, but a blessing to others. In the name of Jesus Christ, the great healer, we ask these things. Amen. Come and find the quiet center in the crowded life we lead. Hymn 716. Mark chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. On the Sabbath, Jesus went to the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, for unlike the scribes, he taught as one with authority. There was an occasion when a noted actor was invited to an event to recite the 23rd Psalm. He stood, cleared his throat, and read the psalm beautifully. And when he finished, there was a round of applause. Then an elderly priest stepped forward and proceeded to recite the same psalm. When he finished, there was not a sound in the room, but everyone was moved by what they had heard. Someone asked the actor what the difference had been, and the actor said, Well, I know the psalm, but the priest. Well, he knows the shepherd, and it showed. It came across in the way he spoke. The people who listened to Jesus were amazed that day in the synagogue. They had not heard anyone speak like him. He talked with authority, and such was his power that even unclean spirits obeyed him. What was it, my friends, that gave Jesus this authority, this power? Did it come from out with himself? Had he been elevated by others? to a position that meant people listened to him in the way workers might listen to their boss. Far from it. Jesus' authority and power came from within, from his own being, and this the people sensed. And they were drawn to him on account of it. In him, they saw something they did not see in the scribes or teachers of the law. As Professor William Barclay booted, to the people, it was like a breeze from heaven to hear someone speak like that as I was reflecting on this I thought I do not know why but I thought of some of my secondary school teachers it was clear that a few of them saw what they were doing as a job and nothing more If they had been enthusiastic about their subject, well, by the time they came to teach me and my contemporaries, the enthusiasm had gone. They went through the motions. And as a result, while one still learned, it was a slog. Compare that with those teachers who were enthusiastic about their subject. Their passion was evident. And because of that, their classes were lively and ones that we looked forward to. Even the maths class. (laughs) Jesus was different from the scribes and teachers of the law. He spoke with authority. There was a weightiness and a substance to him that the people found hard to explain. He had an enthusiasm and passion, and it revealed itself in his demeanor, the way he spoke, the things he did. He was the very message he proclaimed. And if his words amazed the people that day in the synagogue, well, his deeds left them thunderstruck. There was a man, we're told, with an unclean spirit who cried out to Jesus. And Jesus healed the man. I don't know if you believe in unclean spirits, It's not a subject that crops up often in my conversations with you. It's perhaps something we tend not to think about all that much. Yet in biblical times, the belief in unclean spirits was very real. Unclean spirits were considered to be numerous and powerful. Hanging around everywhere and doing whatever they could to inflict trouble and suffering. People today may ridicule such a concept, and yet. How do we explain those things that happen which are most definitely not good and not of God? When innocent children are abused at the hands of those who are meant to care for them, when people do wicked things that lead to injury and death? What lies behind such awful deeds? There is a mindset, a viewpoint, that some people do wrong due to their upbringing or their circumstances, or the environment in which they live. There may be something in that. But I am very much of the opinion that there are negative and destructive forces at work in the world. And these forces can get a hold of people. And when they do, it can change them to the point that all logic goes out of the window and they become indifferent to the impact of their actions and the pain and heartbreak they cause. That Sabbath in the synagogue was a Sabbath like no other. The peace was disrupted by the shriek of a man possessed, and Jesus commanded the Spirit to come out of the man, and it did. No prizes for guessing what the talk would be over lunch that day, or in the days that followed. But what does all this have to say to us? Can I suggest that here at the beginning of his ministry, Jesus was instituting the reign of God. A reign that would not only liberate people from unclean spirits, but a reign that would liberate us from any power or force that holds us in its grip and keeps us from living our lives as God intended. In that regard, there is certainly a word here for us and for people today. What is it that plagues us? Ask yourselves that question. What sin or fear saps our energy? What weighs so heavily upon us That we are bound by it and long to be set free. My dear friends, whatever it is, it cannot withstand the authority and power of Jesus Christ. When we give whatever battle we have to Him, the war changes. And the enemy ends up on the run. When I was at university in Glasgow, as part of my training, I spent an afternoon each week for six months in a drug rehabilitation centre. I didn't find it easy. But through time, some of those who were there opened up to me. And they told me their story. It was at times harrowing to listen. Not only as they spoke about what it was that led them to take drugs in the first place about what the drugs actually did to them, and of how their addiction caused them to go down a path that often involved crime, and sometimes violence, towards another human being. The place was called Rainbow House an indication surely that no matter how far one may fall there is always hope and for those in Rainbow House the hope was that they would be liberated from their addiction and go on to live their lives the way they were meant to live them and thank God I could share with you stories that testify to that. Jesus spoke. He rebuked the unclean spirit as only he could. And it came out of the man. Such was his authority and power. And that authority and that power he still has today. Let me share with you this story. A true story. There was a man who was in the army, and he held the rank of colonel. But he wasn't a nice man. It was nasty, to say the least. What had happened? Alcohol had got a hold of him. He was unjust in his dealings with others, and those who served under him were quite literally terrified of him. But then something happened. he encountered Jesus Christ. And his life was changed. He became a different man. A new man. And sometime later, he spoke to a group of medics and he told them of the change that had taken place. And in the group there was a psychiatrist who believed that personalities are so firmly set in early life that no one can change. And he protested to the colonel that at his age a person could not have such a radical transformation. Well, replied the colonel, Think that if you want. But I am under new management. I answer to another authority, the highest and the truest there is. And he quoted a verse from Psalm 111 that we read. Holy and awe-inspiring is his name. I am under new management. I like that. The people in the synagogue were in awe of Jesus as he spoke to them and cast out an unclean spirit. And on many other occasions They had similar cause to be amazed. Do you remember the time when the disciples were with Jesus in the boat? Jesus was asleep. And a storm got up. And the disciples were terrified. And they woke Jesus. Don't you care if we drown? And Jesus got up. And he spoke to the wind and the waves. Silence. That's what he said to the man with the unclean spirit. Silence. Be still. And we are told. There was a great calm. A great calm. That is what Jesus Christ said. Can bring about in our lives and in the lives of others when we let Him take control and when we submit to His authority and power. Glory. Be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let's take a moment for quiet reflection. Amen. The closing hymn. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my great Redeemer's praise. Hymn 352. into the world, confident in Christ's authority and power, and the blessing of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you now and forevermore.